I would like to begin this broadcast by acknowledging the Awabakal people, the traditional custodians of this land. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. I extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander listeners. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. The Newcastle Live and Local Music Show. Hey there, legends, and uh, welcome back to the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show, the very first episode for 2023. Oh my goodness, I hope that you had a fantastic break, and uh, hopefully, you were able to pop out and see quite a few gigs that have rejuvenated you for the year ahead. So, today, we're going to be kicking things off strong with some interviews from Well and also Slow Cinema. Today, you'll also be hearing some live tracks from Kingsley James and The Appointments, which were recorded at the Bout Time Fest last year. Coming up this weekend, What Were You Wearing? will be putting on the Safe Sounds Festival at the Cambridge Hotel. So I'm going to spin you a few tracks from just some of the artists that are on this lineup. There are over 50 local acts that will be playing. And uh, of course, it's all about creating a safe environment and making sure that we are respecting each other at gigs, which is just such an awesome message. And uh, big congratulations to What Were You Wearing? for hosting this festival. My name's Bonnie and I am so grateful to have you along this evening. When I think about the current trailblazers in the Newcastle music scene, one of the names that comes to mind is Well because of their talent, authenticity, attitude and knack for pushing the boundaries. Following a year of revolutionising and kicking down doors, Well are busting out of the gate in full force with a brand new single called The World We Know. So it's my absolute pleasure to welcome for the first chat of the year on the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show, Andy, Taylan and India. Howdy, Hi, that thanks was, for having us. That was a hell of an introduction. Yeah, thank you. I wasn't you. expecting that. <laughs> yeah, that was so kind. Thank you. <laughs> hey, my mic peak. My... <laughs> <laughs> Your mic's off, by the way. Yeah, and he's just a loud talker anyway. I'm off. You're not off. Thank you so much oh. for joining me in the studio, guys. So prior to releasing your brand new single, which came out today, The World We Know, you helped lure 2023 into our grip with a huge New Year's Eve gig alongside the appointments and, of course, Jaguar Jones at the Stag and Hunter Hotel. So how did it all go down and how's the year been treating you so far? It was amazing. It was such a great gig. Like, Jaguar Jones was incredible and she was such a lovely human as well mm. and we had amazing chats with her and her band um, and the appointments as always so solid like they just they brought such a lovely crowd as well like everyone was just really keen for a dance mm. and uh, yeah we yeah. had so much fun. I think really the appointments and well is a weird combo yeah. but mm. it worked I don't I don't know how but it, it definitely worked like and it's great because I've probably seen the appointments like eight nine times now so mm. it was actually good to finally play a gig with them yeah it yeah. would have been really weird you know going from the mellow to the like yes let's go <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the many faces of duncan brown yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the glue that binds us together that guy yeah. played like four different instruments that night <laughs> yeah. yeah he seriously did like he was playing keys in one hand and then percussion in the other yeah and because of the way he was set up he had to do it like reverse so he he hadn't like ever played keys like that before but he just did it so and who could forget his classic bonk on the sample pad wow that guy can really do everything (laughs) yeah yeah 
So, Well has released some serious ball terrors, but you've dubbed your new single, The World We Know, as the heaviest song that you've ever written. So, I want to start off by talking about the conception of this brilliant beast. How long has it been in the bank and uh, where, where did the inspiration come from for this song? Uh, drop C sharp. <laughs> <laughs> no, only musicians are going to get that. For people that don't play music, it's when you tune your instrument really low. Um, um, I introduced um, Andrew and the Slipknot um, <laughs> last year. He hadn't really gotten into them before, and I think um, inspiration hit pretty hard. I don't know how I got this far in life not, like I knew some Slipknot songs, but not knowing Slipknot. And yeah, that was that was on one hand, and then the other hand is the synths. I think the main yeah. part came from the drum groove and the square wave synth. Um, <laughs> that's just for other nerds listening. And that was the start of it. And everything else just fell in after that. I think we spent a lot more time on the production side. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's something that we've definitely heavily dipped into this year, 100%, making sure everything sounds as tight as possible. Yeah, well, even though it's a really heavy song and mm. possibly your heaviest yet, it does sound really clean. Yeah, mm. and that's the idea because being a metal normie is like and only getting into metal a year ago. I really, really, really feel that one of the big turnoffs for metal is usually the production. So I like something that sounds clean. Like you've got to be able to sing it. You've got to be able to hum it. You actually mm-hmm. have to be able to hear it. So while it's really heavy, I think that it's clean enough as well that it doesn't actually turn people off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Do you find it hard trying to, you know, bring people over to the heavier world? Because I feel like a lot of people do hear that heavier stuff and immediately go, oh, well, this isn't for me. <laughs> Too much. Mm. Do you think about that when you're writing? Not really, because we usually just write and then deal with the repercussions later, which is why, which is why sometimes we can ping pong even in this song from Slipknot to like, I don't know, some Euro dance thing from the 80s. But I find that heavier fans are usually the most loyal. Like, hundred mm. percent. All the all the headbangers, they're the ones that show up to every single gig. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's the metal festivals and those types of gatherings that really have. Yeah, that loyal fan base and that cult following where everyone is really super connected and has a community. Mm. Whereas I think a lot of the, I'm not going to say like more mainstream poppy festivals, but you know, like people may know a few songs, but these metal guys, they know Mm. when every song was made and what instrument you were using and what size pick you had. (laughs) Like they're dedicated fans. (laughs) The only people I know that are like more specific than that are the synthesizer fans. Like the guys like, oh yeah, this was made on this synth that came out (laughs) in 1981. (laughs) Outside of that, yeah, metal fans, they're the people still going out to live shows for the most part. And punk fans for that matter as well. Just metal hardcore. Heavier music in general. And I think it's the energy that we kind of have as a nation in an alternative sense. Like people want to move to something they want something that gets the blood boiling because mm. you know we have a lot of held up angst I yeah <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've had a rough couple of years people want to let some energy out yeah that's yeah. very true speaking of that energy uh where did the inspiration for the lyrics come from well i guess specifically speaking me and indy both wrote those together so we initially had you know i i just write lyrics all the time as much as i possibly can um so i initially had as usual, just a rambling mess that Indy ended up fixing. <laughs> yeah, I always go in and kind of pull <laughs> apart the pieces and, like, get the best stuff and kind of put it all together and find some, like, melodies to kind of go off. And, yeah, and then we didn't have a chorus, but then mm. I 
I did kind of like a similar thing to that, but in my own way, like I wrote heaps of lines um, and just kind of experimented with um, lots of different topics. And then eventually I kind of just honed in on the best ones and um, yeah, kind of got them all going together. So the chorus was... It's like a summary verses, of, of but yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, it literally is. It's like a, a list of all the things that we're trying to kind of talk about in the verses. And, so. and I really like that because it's like, oh, you didn't get what we were saying in the verse. Well, here's what it means. <laughs> and, yeah. and this is not the first time we've done that. Mm. Uh, I Hope You Know, which is very old now. Yeah. Taylor had written basically the entirety of the verse and I did the indie thing for him yeah, in yeah. that one. Cleaned yeah. up to the chorus. Yeah, yeah. Summarised. If you didn't get the verse, here's what it is. Yeah, here's what it means. Wasn't high school English doing your peel statement? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't I miss that one. Yeah, I, I dropped listen. out years ago. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think the big thing for us, though, was this, this will be my last big feature for a while on lyrics. I, I still have little bits here and there, but mm. indie's really kind of stepped up to the plate and has basically gone, yeah, I'm going to write the next six releases. Wow. <laughs> basically, yeah. so, you know. So you got well, things to say. Oh, <laughs> damn. Yeah, yeah a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Evidently. That's yes. really exciting. So what kind of caused that move to change hands in the songwriting? Maturing. Um, That's, maturing. I think, yeah, as songwriters. <laughs> well, I think, like, you know, since I've joined, I've kind of come in and, as I said, like put together some choruses and um, helped out with melody writing and stuff like that. Um, and it kind of just naturally shifted to that because we've been writing a lot recently and, um, you know, Andy is getting super, super into production at the moment. And um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's been writing a lot of like really. Andy, we have to look cool for the Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he's been getting into that and um, I have kind of just been – because we live together, so I, I listen to what he's working on in his room and then I go into my room and start, like, banging on the keyboard and getting some stuff going you and then – separate rooms? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I need my space. We can edit right? that out. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Oh music room, music room. Music room. Um, <laughs> yes. Sure. Yeah. Now, India, you have such a uniquely powerful voice, <laughs> which is showcased in Wells' catalogue, but the world we know sounds even more challenging than the previous releases. So what was it like getting to lay the vocals down for this track? Mm, difficult. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I remember on the day we recorded three songs in one go. Yep for the vocals and um i can't remember which like what order we did but i remember by the time we got to the world we know i was very tired vocally um <sighs> but the chorus um in this song is is actually the highest note that i've ever sung in a recorded song so um like in in like a really big belty way yeah. like so um yeah very challenging um but it's what's funny the, because what's the specific technique you use because it doesn't sound like it's the highest note you've no sung, but no it doesn't yeah, right um the specific technique really is like mixing it's what you call mixing and i'm just um focusing on almost like a really bright musical theater style yeah belt um because that's kind of how you really get up there. You got to be super bright with your tone. Um, so yeah, whenever we play this song, I am like concentrating, like live. I'm concentrating so much on just like being super nasal and bright and trying to get that sound to be like um, really consistent. Because yeah, it's definitely the most difficult thing I've ever sung. And 
I wrote that part, like I wrote the notes. But <laughs> what can happen sometimes when you're writing is like you sing in your head voice and you're just kind of like mumbling and thinking, oh, yeah, that's a good note. Yeah. yeah. And then when you actually try it in a room full of, you know, everyone playing yeah, at a rehearsal, <laughs> then you're just like, oh, <laughs> that is really, really high. So, <laughs> yeah, it's extremely high. But it's been so much fun to challenge myself and actually kind of realize oh I I can do that like that's it's hard but if I really work on it I can do it so it's been uh really rewarding yeah that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. It, it sounds fantastic Andy definitely has to cop a lot of me and Taylor bringing her in like unrealistic <laughs> melodies and do like something the note infraction yeah. <laughs> like the first note I was like what how am I gonna sing that but <laughs> but I you did know. we make it work <laughs> yeah. somehow and like yeah it's crazy so moving on to the artwork for the single, uh, it's actually Talon mm. sitting with his hands tied uh, yes. and in front of a globe, a gun and some other objects. So where did this vision come from and what does it represent to you as a band? Um, shout out to Alpha Sierra, yeah. mm. Alyssa Salomon, awesome. She um, yeah. created the artwork um, where we shot it at Sawtooth Studios, also in Newcastle. So local represent. Mm. Um, the artwork itself as a composition kind of encompasses the chorus of the song. or well, not the chorus, the bridge, sorry. Mm. We um, break it down, there's a line. Um, um, money, money, money cars, sports, sports and drugs. drugs. So I was very <laughs> obvious in the artwork, but um, it was almost a little head nod mm. to, um, yeah, that bridge. And just, um, I guess, our obsession with objects and materialistic things where we're not actually paying attention to what's going on in the wider world around mm. us. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. it's pretty perfect. So did you guys come up with the idea or was this Alpha uh, going away and listening to the song and then going, hey, let's let's do this? Um, I mostly came up with it. I tried to do a lot of the kind of creative little things in this band, but mm. I do like getting inspiration. <laughs> you try, you, try. you do it and you succeed. <laughs> succeed. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I kind of had the vision of what I wanted it to look like and she just took it to the next level mm. and um, played around with coloured backgrounds, the yeah. editing of the photo, the placement of me particularly. I originally viewed it as me being dead centre, but then we have some other works that it works along with as mm. a greater. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. That's exciting. Mm. So mm-hmm. yeah. she kind of looked at the wider picture while I was very focused mm. on one artwork at a time. Yeah. So. But she's great because usually... Awesome. Usually me, Taylor and India are very specific with what we want. Like we know what we want to get, but when so when we hire someone to do something, they usually have to have the hard task of coming in and getting our mess of an idea and making it better. Mm. Sometimes it's not a mess. Like in this case, like Taylor had that down to a T, but yeah. a lot of the time we'll have this thing where we present almost like unfinished homework and say, <laughs> finish this. But she she goes above and beyond. Like she's amazing. She's mm, done mm. so many other artists in Newcastle, and mm. like, yeah, we love it. Yeah, yeah we great. love working with her. Yeah, mm. she's incredible. She's got the amazing engineering brain. Yeah, yes. yeah, oh, yeah, strategically and she and figures it out. So many different hats. Yeah, yeah. Yes. and as Taylor said, like it. Unfortunately, we can't say anything right now. But it's part of a wider array of of works. So mm. we're really looking forward to dropping that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is very exciting. So <laughs> yeah. something else that's very exciting is that you're set as one of the headliners for the Safe Sounds Fest, which is happening on the 22nd of January at the Cambridge Hotel. So other than playing this brand new single live, what else excites you about this night? 
More new songs. That's yeah, it. <laughs> more, yeah. Does anyone like the time signature 37-8? No, we I listen to that one all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my heart it's pretty normal, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're just really excited to play new material, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. especially on the Cambridge main stage. Mm-hmm. Like last time we played, that was the best. That was, that yeah. was so fun. So we're really, really keen. I think all of our favorite songs that we've written, I think all of us can agree that we're going to play Probably our favorite song, hmm. I think. I don't know if I'm putting words in other people's mouths, <laughs> but we're going to finally debut that. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we're really looking forward to It's taken a while to get it into live production. It's taken mm. a long time, actually, because yeah. there's a lot going on in it. So, yeah. 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 But I'm just so excited to like be playing at a festival like that run by um, What Were You Wearing? Yeah. Uh, we mm-hmm. really love what they do. It's awesome. And um, we actually played their band comp quite a while ago and we yeah. won that and that was amazing. It was one of our and first gigs as a band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've been really supportive with our music and we're just super, super keen to be playing like alongside them organizing it and so, yeah, so many, many bands, bands like yeah. oh my gosh yeah like i hope i can see everyone but i don't know if it's gonna be possible <laughs> yeah it is yeah. huge over yeah. 50 acts and tickets are still available yes, so make are. sure that you go and grab them well thank you guys so much for coming in and joining me in the studio and congratulations on this brand new single and i can't wait mm-hmm. to see what 2023 has in store for well yes. oh, thank you so much Bonnie. we're Thanks honored so to be the first people on this year so. yes, yeah we're yeah, yeah. Honored. yeah kicking it off this show we love you and everything you do oh stop it Um, would you mind introducing this song for me oh yes who should we all do this is the the world world we we know know. no Ah! no it's the world we know (laughs) we know this is the world we know it's the newcastle line a local music show Here's a spunky little tune from one of my favourite local bands, The Appointments, who are really bringing back reggae and great vibes to the local music scene. One of my fondest memories from the studios here at Newcastle Live is actually having these guys in before this song was released. And uh, they performed a live version, but this version was recorded at the Wicko and has a little bit of a different vibe to it. It's called Go There. Let's have a listen. Suitors, who knew? When we were 
rock band from Newey and the culmination of mainstays from the local music scene. Their catalogue of music is packed to the brim with huge choruses and passionate guitar melodies. It's my absolute pleasure to welcome Tim and Jared from Slow Cinema to the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show. Hey guys. Hey. Hey, good morning. Good morning and thanks for joining me. Uh, it's really great, great to have you on the show. So let's start with the end of last year. Slow Cinema actually closed out 2022 with some pretty great news. You've signed with Bread and Butter Records, which is also underneath Golden Robot Records. So yeah. how did this come about and what excites you most about getting to work with them? Uh, so they um, reached out to us and I guess at first we were just kind of like, well, this has to be a scam because it's an online thing. <laughs> um, so... We, um, we arranged to meet up with them. We set up a bit of a meeting and we, we chatted to Mark, the, the big dog, um, <laughs> who, who was head of the head of the business. And just sort of he, he laid his cards on the table and told us what everything was about and what we could sort of expect out of it. And so we took it, took it away. And after a bit of consideration, we decided that it would be our best, uh, best path moving forward to jump on with it. And yeah, we're pretty excited to see what they can do for us it's a whole different ball game for us now um yeah yeah it's very, really exciting. Very exciting yeah 
what's the experience been like so far with them? Um, it, at the moment, it's kind of, we haven't really done much with them so far, but uh, hopefully this year with this release with Sizzler coming out uh, in a couple of weeks' time on the 31st, we'll be able to work together and make sure that the releases reaches as many people as it possibly can. We were just talking before we pressed the big old record button and uh, you were saying that being a band, usually, especially when you're just starting up, you have to be all over everything and it's very much, you know, a manual process, but it sounds like you've been able to kind of pass on some responsibilities, not all, but uh, has it been nice having that extra set of hands to just help you guys push your music and get out there? Yeah, it's um, it's been pretty incredible actually because I know last year we took, we put so much work in, like really realized how big of a job it is in the back end of things as as a band and splitting that workload between the five of us was always really helpful. But we're always constantly working, and so after signing after signing with Bread and Butter, um, we spoke to them about you know moving forward. And we had this next single to release. You know they've been able to take a lot of that back end stuff and get that get all that ball rolling a bit better than what we could actually do and just let us focus on being creative and playing shows and doing what we love doing and why we do it. So you have just announced that there will be a brand new single coming out uh, by the end of the month on the 31st and it's called Sizzler. So can you clue us in on uh, what we can expect? Yeah, um, Sizzler's definitely, a, what would you say, Jared, a bit more of our, our rockiest one to date. Yeah, it's it's got some pretty big riffs in there. I think did, I think you wrote the riff for this one, Tim. Did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This was one that we wrote again early on in the piece, and it, it's sort of coming out now. Yeah, it's a it's a bit bit heavier in parts, but it's still got like a um, an emotional chorus, as most of our songs do. Um, so it still ties in with everything else that we do. But yeah, it's just a bit more rocky and kind um, of gets the party started at a lot of our shows. Yeah, it's definitely a fun one to play live, for sure. Yeah. Excellent. So when I hear the name Sizzler, I think of a barbecue. Uh, is that is that the kind of central theme of this song or not even close? <laughs> uh, like, it's not. <laughs> um, I didn't think so. <laughs> I'm sure we've spoken about it before like, on the on this program that um, <laughs> like whenever, whenever we write songs and we send it through, um, we'll just give it a random name. Yeah. And then Tyler seems to write really well to those random names that we give. So I wrote I wrote this song and it was just like, all right, cool. This this riff is really cooking. And I was like, what can I call it? I was like, oh, Sizzler. And then <laughs> he's he's managed to work it really well and he references it really well in the song. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm really keen to hear it. So that's out on the 31st of January. And uh, can it be pre-saved? It can. The pre-save link is uh, coming out now. Um, And so we'll share that on our socials over the next couple of days and everyone can start pre-saving. Beautiful. That's fantastic. So when we last spoke on The Good Stuff, we were chatting about the blend of artists and eras that have influenced the sound of slow cinema. I want to ask something a little bit different. I want to know if you can remember the very first album that blew your mind and tell us about why it did. Oh. I'm sure you got a good response here, Jared. <laughs> well, I I mean, the first album, well, that my dad bought for me uh, when I was 10 years old was Marshall Mathers LP from Eminem. <laughs> so I think as a 10-year-old, that definitely would have blown my mind, just <laughs> hearing some of those lyrics for sure. Um, but in terms of like 
musicians that have influenced the way I play on the drums, especially. I think just Led Zeppelin's first two albums. I love Led Zeppelin so much, and yep. John Bonham is a massive influence on me. So yeah, hearing those records, uh, my dad had a pretty good record collection, like Black Sabbath things like that. So uh yeah those first two zeppelin records when i was really young probably for me yeah and what a drum sound hey oh absolutely it's the best <laughs> for me i think as i was really starting to get into playing instruments especially like in early high school and that kind of thing like i was playing so much bass at the time and i discovered the red hot chili peppers as most young bass players do um nice but uh i think I think it was probably Californication. That album really opened things up for me. Um, and especially, it wasn't really just the bass that got me. It was John Frusciante's guitar tones and everything that was involved in that. They did so much stuff in the production of that album that just really caught me and started um, making me think about the way that I want to make music. And it, it still influences the way I write today. For those playing along at home that are keen to get the full slow cinema experience, you're in luck because the boys will be hitting the ship in alongside Ash Strider on the 21st of Jan and uh, also playing as part of Safe Sounds Fest on the 22nd of January. You're going to be very busy over that weekend. So uh, what's your favourite thing about playing at the ship in and what are you most looking forward to about Safe Sounds Fest? Uh, well, the ship in, it always seems to... Like we always seem to get a really good crowd there and everyone's vibing. Um, it's always had, a great time. Yeah. We've had people dancing up on tables before, which is <laughs> always a fun thing to watch. Um, yeah. It's just a really good venue to play. I love playing there. Yeah. 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 The, uh, everyone, everyone at the ship, you know, the staff, everything always seems to love a good, a good rock show as well. So it just, it just feels like a good old, like, you know, gritty, rock time there so yeah. it can be just be a lot of fun and yeah it's good to just be in a local place as well yeah and i'm pretty sure they've got a grifter on tap which is pretty good <laughs> got a bunch of good beers on tap there yes, <laughs> yeah they, they do. do they do so you'll also be playing as part of safe sounds fest which is really exciting it's going to be great to see you guys uh at the cambridge is this the first time you've played the cambridge as slow cinema <laughs> yeah it is yeah, <laughs> yeah actually yeah which is absolutely it. wild. Mm. <laughs> I know. I don't know why. It just, yeah, we haven't played there yet. Um, so, yeah, really keen to jump on the stage at the Cambo, um, especially for the cause. Like, what a, what a fantastic cause for this festival. Um, really looking forward to supporting it. Yeah. So I have a bit of a cheeky one before I let you guys go. Slow Cinema have previously released a whole suite of merch, including stubby holders, beanies, T-shirts. But from what I understand, it was a one-off so I want to know, will there be another release of merch from Slow Cinema or is there a way to get some Slow Cinema merch at the moment? Yeah, we've still got heaps of merch lying around. We oh, did cool. release um, a new shirt design when we performed at Cult Classics late last year. Um, so they're a, they're a nice white T-shirt. They're probably our best ones to date um, with a really, really cool new design, just not the standard old logo that we had. Um but yes, we still have a few shirts available. We still got stubby holders available, and I think there's still a couple of beanies around. Um, <laughs> so yeah, if anyone wants some merch, just uh, hit us up on social media, and we'll organise that for you. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with me, and uh, it's really exciting to hear that you guys have been signed under a record label that's just so huge. 
and uh, best of luck with the gigs coming up and also the new single. Thank you so much. Thanks, Bonnie. Appreciate it. Here's a live track from the incredible local singer-songwriter Kingsley James. He is currently on tour and is about to perform his final date, which is happening right here in Newey at the Stag and Hunter Hotel this Wednesday night on the 18th of January. And uh, I highly recommend you popping along to this gig, but uh, here's something to get you a little bit excited for it. This is a song about going over to Canada. and leaving someone behind. I didn't didn't really want to, but I kind of had to. It's called Don't Want to Leave. Pushing winters, I fall through. Out of my mind. I said those heavy days Stay in the same place Pretty soon I'll go leaving again And when they come and take you away Maybe they'll let me come to It was never my plan to let you stay Cause babe, I don't want to leave without you Yeah, go to the Sharkies. Up, up, Cronulla, the boys in black, white, and blue. <laughs> I've been sitting on an old jet plane, I've been looking through no clouds. My baby, she's not here and I Seems like this love was never being able to stick around, darling. But it's okay, I'm sure we'll figure it out anyhow. And when they come and take you away. Maybe they'll let me come to It was never my plan to let you stay Cause babe, I don't want to leave without you Nine thousand miles away from home Oh, my baby, she's not here, she's on her own 
Seems like the only time I hear that sweet voice is over the telephone. Oh, I'm dialing pretty soon now. All I hear is the dial tone. It's been lovely. The Thank you so much for joining me today for the very first episode of 2023 for the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show. It's so great to be back and it's going to be a huge year of local music. I hope that I'll see you at the Safe Sounds Festival, which is happening at the Cambridge Hotel this Sunday night. And if you're keen to get your local music fix, we are currently playing local music 24-7 on the stream right here at Newcastle Live. It's called City Sounds, brought to you by the Spiegel Tent, which is coming to Newcastle in 2023. Uh, And it's been really fun to have this playlist on rotation. I'll see you next week for the next episode of the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show. Newcastle has always been a hotbed of musical talent and now Newcastle Live presents a brand new show to shine the spotlight on our stars. 100% local music curated to play the very best from now and across the decades. Exclusive live performances, interviews, the freshest local music news and all the hottest gigs. Join me, Bonnie, every Monday night from 6 as we bring you the latest and greatest from our amazing local music scene. The Newcastle Live and Local Music Show, every Monday night from 6pm, only on Newcastle Live Radio.